I'm so excited for my daddy's podcast, and it's going to start right now. Welcome back to the Lessons for Success show. I'm your host, Adam Wardlaw, a middle school science teacher and high school football coach here in the state of South Carolina. Thank you to everyone who supported the show so far. I just checked, and Lessons for Success is now heard in eight countries and 30 states here in America. Hopefully, you've all gained some valuable insight from our guests so far on the show. Remember, new episodes come out every Sunday, and the show is available everywhere where podcasts can be found. Keep up with the show on social media at L4S Show or use the hashtag L4S Show. Before I forget, you can support the show by giving a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Now, let's start the show. Daddy, who's the guest on your podcast this week? This week's guest is football coach Chad Brain. Coach Brain is the special teams coordinator and defensive backs coach at St. Anselm College in Manchester, New Hampshire. Coach Brain shares the story of his upbringing, his career journey, and the mottos he tries to instill in his players. You can keep up with Coach Brain on Twitter at Coach Brain. Enjoy. You know, my upbringing, we were a hardworking family. My dad started his uh, own business and uh, as an electrician. So is when I was, shoot, I would say 12 years old, I was working for him. And, and I've always been a guy that's uh, had a lot of things going on as far as mowing lawns, shoveling snow, sweeping up floors for him. So it was always, we were brought up to be hard workers, my sister and I, um, that led, led to the, uh, football field, basketball court, track, baseball field. And, you know, we were always taught to be overachievers and, uh, always shoot, you know, have, have lofty goals and go after them. And if you didn't reach your goals, you'd be getting something pretty solid if you had those high aspirations. Um, pretty much everything we were, we were, uh, taught through our upbringing with our parents was, uh, you know, nothing's impossible and there's, and there's no excuse for getting the job done, which, you know, has, uh, helped me. And then it also has hindered me as, as being a coach. And, and the reason I say it's hindered me is because, uh, you know, I think that, that you have to be able to adapt to your, uh, your, your student athletes, you know, not everybody has this upbringing and, you know, I've coached for 20 years now I'm entering my 21st season. And in my first couple of years, it was all about staying on the field and being involved. And then it, then it evolved to, well, I want to be a division one coach or coach in the NFL. And, and now the latter stage, the last couple of you know, the last 10 years, it's more like, Hey, how can I help these kids mm. and improve as a, as a person and, a, and as a coach myself. And the big thing that I've done is I've got to try to keep an open mind to learn and, and, and be better. Um, the best times in my athletic career was when I finally was stopped being so thick headed and would look, actually listen to my coaches so I've been, I've been, I was lucky enough to have some success because I did listen to my coaches. And then 
you know, I've been trying to do that as a, as a coach now myself, listen to other people to try to improve. You know, I don't know if that explains my, my background a little bit, but, but, uh, we've always been a hardworking family that, that just doesn't accept no for an answer. Uh, you know, one thing you mentioned that I think is important for a lot of people is just that willingness to, to stay learning and to be lifelong learners is something that I've heard it called before. Um, what are some things specifically that you go to, to, to help develop yourself or what are some resources that you have, um, that you're able to draw from in order to keep on learning? Well, I mean, in my own office, you know, I learn something every, every day we, we have, uh, I sit in on special teams meeting. I sit on a, in the team meeting and, you know, try to take some notes and, and the head coach puts quotes up on the board and, you know, I'm taking pictures of them to share them, not only to help inspire other people, but to try to give me a little bit more motivation. I have, you know, a notebook that I'll hear, hear different quotes or not necessarily like different methods of teaching something, different sayings and be like, oh man, that makes total sense. If you word it that way, write it down and then implement it. You know, I, I'm proud to say like I've compiled a, a bunch of stuff that's not mine that I present to other people. You know, like I don't have anything that's my own ideas. Everything's from, from somebody else. And, and that's something where I learned from my own office, um, going to athletic staff meetings and learned from the athletic director. I'm always trying to, to find somebody that that's better than me in a, in a certain area, whether it's the, the D line coach teaching pass rush, or it's the DB coach teaching, you know, how to cover or the offensive coordinator teaching how to exploit a defense. You know, I'm always trying to find somebody that's a little bit smarter than me. Um, my younger years, I'd be like, well, I'm the smartest, you know, but now I'm getting older. I'm like, you know what? There's a lot of people that are smarter than me. You know, I, I went to, UConn, Rutgers, Penn State for spring ball this year, and and my only goal is is to learn one or two new things that I can take back and improve the, the players that I'm coaching. Well, you know, and I imagine a lot of these um, these concepts and ideas about being lifelong learners—they're all part of the things that y'all are probably trying to pass on to your players. What are you know? What are some things that you guys are trying to emphasize with your players? in order to develop them, not just as football players, but as people, um, you know, off the football field as well. I mean, our head football coach has a, has a really, he has a mantra, work hard, compete, do it right. And, you know, that, that encompasses everything in life. You know, you need to work hard, you know, and, and put forth your best effort in order to compete against other people on the football field in the classroom, which is going to translate into the workforce and then, and then do it right. Meaning you need to have the high utmost character. So that's what we all buy into, you know, and that's what I try to buy into myself, you know, work harder than every other coach in the conference, you know, compete by working hard, figuring out a way to get an advantage to be able to beat them and then do it, following the rules, doing it in an honest way, you know, all while being a good person. So that's our mantra, work hard, compete, do it right. 
You know, I think that does, you're right. It, it encompasses everything that can make someone successful or reach some, some level of success. Um, and I know you probably want to try to be humble here, but what are some things that, um, whether it's your program or yourself, what are some, some accomplishments, um, you guys or yourself have reached in your career that, that you would say, um, you're most proud of, and it can even be things beyond football as well. We don't have to limit it to just football. I mean, we, we've come on some bad times here lately. You know, we were two and nine last year. That's not necessarily something that we're excited about. Um, you know, I'm, I'm most proud of personally that I've been a college football coach for 20 years. It's not, uh, it's, it's, you know, if I ever get down that I'm not at a higher level or whatnot, I'm like, Hey man, there's 500 people that would love to be a college football coach. You know, I have the, I have the best job in America. I get to come in every day. I get to watch video of football. I get to try to figure out how to make uh, my linebackers better. And then I get to put smiles on kids' faces every day, some way, shape or form and affect their lives better. I mean, that's, that's my biggest accomplishment, you know, stats and, you know, we've done some good things. We've won, won some championships. We've been national leaders and everything, but the accomplishments that I have personally are when, when, when somebody's like, yeah, you're, you're one of the few coaches I even stay in touch with, you know, coach, you know, I, I, things you've done for me have changed my life. That's, that's the biggest accomplishment I have. Yeah, I can't agree with you more. You know, one of the best things is when I might hear a former student or something, um, you know, say, well, you were my favorite teacher or something like that. And even though they might just be blowing smoke or whatever, that is something that's always great to, to know that you had some presence in this person's life. Um, whether or not, they, whether or not they're just, you know, telling it to, to try to make you feel better if they actually mean it. Um, you know, it is one of the greatest things and that's why coaching and teaching are some of the best, career choices in my opinion because of that impact that that you can have on a daily basis you, you know the, the the big measuring stick I have is when when they when someone says coach I need your advice what would you do here you know that's probably the biggest compliment you can get I need your advice because I know that I can trust you and I know that you'll tell me the right thing to do that's the big thing you know that's a huge that's a huge compliment right there uh, yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Coach. I couldn't agree with you more. Well, um, you know, Coach, you kind of talked about um, how lucky you know you are to be a college football coach and be able to do this as a profession and to be able to do it for as long as you've been able to do it. Do you mind kind of shedding some light into how you got into college football or, and how that process kind of worked for you? Um, when I was when I was in high school. I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do. My grandfather had mentioned that, why don't you be a football coach? And I thought, well, man, that's, that's such a great idea. So I was going to be a phys ed teacher and a high school coach. And uh, when I came to college, I was lucky enough to play as a freshman. So I had a fifth year of school and, you know, I, I didn't have any more eligibility to play. So they asked me if I wanted to be a student assistant. The selling point was you can be a graduate assistant. So I figured, well, I'll take this leap of faith. I was a student assistant. I guess I did a good enough job there where I was a grad assistant. Then I had to be strong enough mentally to be willing to go anywhere in America. 
and uh, I applied for every freaking job I could find. And luckily, Ferrum College down in Virginia had offered me a full-time job and got a chance to go down there. And then we led the nation in defense and got a little bit of ink on my resume because of that. Ended up going to University of South Dakota for a year, and the staff was let go. Um, fortunately, I got to Michigan Tech through a mutual friend, Michigan Tech up in the UP, and, and we won the conference my first year there, um, which then led to the head coach taking another job, and then I got elevated to be a D coordinator. I was there for two more years at, at, at Northern Michigan, and then I went to uh, – back east William Patterson for five years as a coordinator and then uh, back to East Stroudsburg University which is my alma mater so you know it's a it's a tough business you know I've uh, I've I've lost job you know I've lost a job before because you know um, the staff wasn't retained you know I've been demoted I've been promoted I've you know it's a it's a I've had to face a lot of adversity as far as okay you know, where do I move next, you know, or, or what do I do, you know, this may happen, what, what's this happening, you know, and it, it's a wild profession, but in the end of it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a crazy business, but it's a very enjoyable business. Well, I think one thing to take away from kind of your story is that, that mental toughness and to, you know, even when a circumstance maybe doesn't go the way you planned or you're not somewhere maybe as long as you were planning on that, you know, you have that resiliency to be able to, you know, get to that new spot, even if it means you got to move all over the place. The, the only reason I ask, you know, obviously I hear a lot of students on a daily basis. Um, and then a lot of uh, other people too, who, who want to elevate um, and be college football players or college football coaches, or uh, just be involved with higher level sports in general. Um, but they kind of narrow their focus. I feel like to, um, you know, if it's a student, well, he wants to play – we're here in South Carolina, so he wants to play at Clemson or he wants to play at Carolina. You know, he's not really thinking, uh, well, if I really want to play college football, you know, there's a lot of other opportunities than just the two biggest schools in, in the state of South Carolina. Sure, uh, sure. And I think, I think your story would be great for any, peop any people like that to hear because it shows that you do have to, to broaden your horizons. And if it is something that you really want to do, you need to go out and take it, even if that means uh, – changing your setting or anything like that well i mean i think i think you have to go into it with blinders on and not and you can't in it and it's you 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 have to be very very narrow-minded and goal-oriented to say nothing is going to stop me to do this because there's there's only so many full-time college jobs. There's only so many head high school jobs out there on the planet. And there's a lot of people in the world that want to be football coaches some way, shape or form. So, I mean, you gotta, you gotta edit your life. You gotta get rid of a lot of things that are going to hold you back in order to reach those goals. I could agree more coach. Um, I appreciate your time here. One thing I always try to end these, interviews with is asking the guest um you know if you had to say what would be one or two kind of keys for success um what would they be and if you wanted to elaborate on it a little bit that would be great i mean my my mantra you know growing up and and even still as a coach and what i try to instill in my players is is you got if you, in order to be successful you got to do two different things Number one, you got to do what everybody else does better. And, and 
what that means is every football player lifts weights. You got to lift weights better. Every football player runs where well, you got to run better. Every football player runs film. You get watches film. You got to watch a little more film as a coach. You know, everybody has meetings. Everybody goes to practice. Everyone runs individual drills. You got to do those things better. And then you got to do things that others are unwilling to do. Meaning, you know, you got, you have to get to bed early if you're going to be a successful athlete while you're, while your competition is playing Fortnite, you got to put the right food into your body while the other people are eating McDonald's, you know, as a football coach, you need to take care of yourself physically. You know, you got to get to bed early as well. You got to do things that our guys are unwilling to do. You got to, you got to make those visits to other schools to learn. You got to watch those videos on YouTube. You got to try to figure out your motivation. You got to do some things that others are willing, not willing to do. So long story short, you got to do everything that everyone else does better. And then you got to be willing to do things that others refuse to do to, to surpass the masses. I enjoyed my discussion with Coach Brain and jotted down a number of notes for my talk with him. Let's review this lesson for success. Coach Brain grew up in a blue-collar family where hard work was emphasized. Coach Brain shared that he struggled at first in the coaching profession because he realized that not all people are raised with this philosophy. Coach Brain emphasizes the importance of hard work daily with his players, and his greatest accomplishment is when former players come to him for advice when things transpire in their own lives. Well, that's it for this week's Lesson for Success. Be sure to interact with the show on Twitter and Instagram, at L4S Show, mentioning us or using the hashtag L4S Show. Again, that's the number four. Episodes will also be placed on the YouTube channel, Lessons for Success Show. Download the Anchor app in order to send in messages to the show, and your questions and comments could be featured on future episodes. All of the episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or anywhere else that podcasts can be found, so be sure to like, subscribe, and rate. Thank you again for listening to the Lessons for Success show podcast.